Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, ladies, it's Shirley Strawberry. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. Hey, when the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know they got a destination idea for you. Orlando, just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters— I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. And uh, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And it might be yours. You never know. It could be. It could be yours. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he's hiding money in our raggedy house. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 49-year-old married woman, and my husband is 59. We've been married for six years, and this is my first marriage and his second. We dated a good while before he asked me to marry him, and when I accepted his proposal, I told him that I didn't want to live in the house that he and his wife and kids lived in. He rented out his house, and we bought a fixer-upper house in a great neighborhood. I wanted a new house, or at least one that was in great condition. He promised me that he had some great contractors that would make my dream a reality. The house is so old that we still have linoleum, t- linoleum tiles on the kitchen floor. 
I contacted a professional company to get a flooring estimate, and I wanted to replace all the laminate countertops in the kitchen. It had been six years, and I saved up money to do a few little things. He hemmed and hawed, but he eventually helped me pick out our flooring. He didn't offer to help me pay for anything because he said it was my impatience that led to the renovation. A few weeks later, we were packing up to go to my parents' home temporarily while our floors are getting installed, and I just happened to be peeking in at him in the bedroom. He carefully pulled out a big envelope, pulled a big envelope out of a shoebox, and I saw hundreds of dollars. I ran into the room and tackled him and grabbed the envelope. All he could say is that he had to keep a stash because I love spending his money. I don't know how he thought it was okay to hide this large sum of money from me. I'm wondering if he planned to leave me in this raggedy house. Is that why he's not interested in doing any upgrades? What is he up to? Well, before we get to that, I just got to say the visual of you busting in the bedroom and tackling your husband, it's just a little funny, okay? That visual is funny. And I I mean, you ask the question, what is he up to? Who knows what Mr. Secretive is up to and why is he being so shady with his money? Uh, I'm all for having, all for having your own money and not having to always ask someone, your husband in this case, for cash. And of course, there's also the house money and the bill money. But, But just something about this doesn't sit well with me. I mean, first you you say it's been six years since you've been in this this fixer-upper and nothing has been fixed up. And didn't you also say that you saved the money yourself with no help from your husband? He said it was your impatience that led to the renovation. I don't understand that statement. Uh, What is he talking about? It's been six years since you guys have been in that house and nothing has been done. I mean, it's his house too. He seems like he would want it remodeled. I mean, especially the linoleum floors, Uh, you know, uh, the only explanation he had for stashing is that you love to spend his money. His money, I mean, it's our money. You you guys are married. Um, You know, you're spending money on the house. You saved the money for the house. Is he trying to say if you knew he had the secret money, you would have spent that on the house or something else? I'm, I'm so confused with that statement. I mean... What is his stash money for if it's not for the house? Uh, He sounds just very cheap to me, very selfish to me, and he doesn't have any intentions uh, after six years of fixing this house up. I I don't see that. So so now that that um, you know you've caught him with this money, you need you need to find out what he's up to. We don't know what he's up to. Um, Insist you know if you guys are going to stay married on a, a joint bank account for the house for the renovations. It's been six years. Let's go. Oh, um, you know, both of you should be contributing, not just you. Uh, it's his house, too, and it's his, cheap, it's his cheapness why his first marriage failed. These are some of the questions you need to ask him. If you find out the answers to this, maybe you'll find out uh, what, you know, the money he stashed is all about. Other, other than that, I, I don't know. This is crazy. You know, he needs your, you need his help. Steve? I don't know about this letter right here. I'm a little bit thrown off. See, he's hiding money in our raggedy house. But the name of this letter to me is somebody lying. Slash, we ain't hearing the whole truth. I don't think so. 
See, we're just not hearing this whole story, I don't think, because something is missing in this story. It don't set right with me. But you know, one of Uncle Steve's uh, favorite things to do, and one of my skill sets, is to dig under the surface to find out what's really going on. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go under the skin to find out what's going on. Now, she's 49. She, her husband is 59. That's a 10-year difference. Been married six years. My first marriage, his second. Mm, that's a little telltale right there. This your first time. He done done this before. He's seen the movie before, in other words. We dated a good while before he asked me to marry him when I accepted his proposal. I told him I didn't want to live in the house that he and his wife and kids lived in. So guess what he did? He rented out his house. He honored that request. That was a big one. This man already owned the house, but you didn't want to live there? He said, cool. He rented out the house, and he bought a fixer-upper house in a great neighborhood. I wanted a new house, or at least one that was in great condition. He promised me that he had some great contractors, and he would make my dreams a reality. The house is so old, we got linoleum tiles on the kitchen floor. I contracted a professional company to get a flooring estimate. I wanted to replace all the laminate countertops in the kitchen. And after this, I'll tell you what happened, why you ain't got no kitchen yet. All right, Steve, hold on. Part two of your uh, response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, he's hiding money in our raggedy house. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Black representation is so important, it lets you know you can dream and realize those dreams. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Hey ladies, it's Shirley Strawberry. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where release the pressure comes in. It's all about us. Black women sing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. 
Here's how you can join in. Head over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Life is full of unexpected moments, some joyous, some challenging. From car repairs to unexpected vet bills to everyday expenses, Aspire Credit Card is there for you. The Aspire Cashback Rewards Card empowers you to manage life's everyday needs and surprises while rewarding you along the way. Enjoy 3% cashback rewards on your gas, groceries, and utilities, and 1% on all other eligible purchases. Worried about your credit? Breathe easy. With Aspire, less than perfect credit is okay. And guess what? You can see if you pre-qualify without affecting your credit score. Just head to Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify now. The Aspire Cashback Rewards Card is your key to a world of convenience and is accepted at all your favorite stores where you can use MasterCard. Life isn't always smooth, but with Aspire, you'll never walk alone. Aspire is your faithful companion. Visit Aspire.com and see if you pre-qualify for the Aspire Cashback Rewards Card today. Build. Grow. Aspire. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. He's hiding money in our raggedy house. Mm. Yeah, he hiding money in your raggedy house because we don't know the whole story. But you've been married now for six years. Uh, He's rented out the house you told him you didn't want to live in with his former wife and kids had, so he rented it out as a good husband would do, and he bought a fixer-upper. You kind of wanted a new house. He told you that he had some friends and stuff, and he'd get it fixed up. Well, you wanted a new house. He said he had some contractors, and the house is so old that y'all got linoleum floors on the kitchen. So you contact a professional come to get a floor next minute, and I want to replace all the laminate countertops. It's been six years. I've saved up money to do a few little things, he hemmed in hard, but he eventually helped me pick out the flooring. He didn't offer to help me to pay for anything because he said it was my impatience that led to the renovation. Now, this is where the letter gets tricky. It's your impatience that led to the renovation, or was it his lie? 
that led to you having to save up to get the renovation. See, now we're about to peel back some of the skin on this onion right here and put tears in your eyes. I think it's because of the fact that he's been married before and you ain't. He's seen this movie before. Now, you're telling me that you've been saving up a little bit of money for this laminated float, right? And he wasn't going to go for it. Whose kitchen is that big? How much that float cost? So I don't know how much you had to save, but it's a kitchen float. I don't know what you saved. I'm not passing judgment. I don't like to do that. But you saved up your little bit of money. But we talking six years, though. So what have you been doing and what have y'all been doing with the money for six years? See, you've been buying something. And I think you may be buying some stuff that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. And he saw his money slipping away like he did with his previous wife. So he started stashing money before she get her hands on this right here, too. That's what I think happened. You know, and then I see, see here's what here's what led me to say that. A few weeks later, uh, we were packing up to go to my parents' home temporarily while your floors were getting installed, which means the floors was in the process of getting done, right? I just happened to be peeking in at him in the bedroom. He carefully pulled a big envelope out of a shoebox, and I saw hundreds of dollars. You, being the gold digger that you are, ran into the room and tackled and grabbed the envelope, <laughs> dove on the man. Now, he was surprised because obviously you blindsided him. He didn't see it coming. You make this head jerk back, slobber, wrap around his head a little bit. He didn't know what was happening because you tackled him in his lower back because he had that envelope down low counting that money. All he could say is he had to keep a stash because I love spending his money. That's the key. See, for six years, he been watching you spend money on all types of stuff. Now you come up with you on a floor. Now this man going, wait a minute, man, hold up. I've been chipping in. We've been doing this here. You got me renting out this house that I already paid for. Now you over here. We were trying to do something else, but you just spending money. You mess around after six years and save the money for a damn flow. And now you in here tackling me for cash. See how that look? He thought it was okay. I don't know how he thought it was okay to hide this large sum of money from me. I do, because he didn't want you to spend it. That's why he was hiding it. I'm wondering if he planned to leave me in this raggedy house. <laughs> Is that why he's not interested in doing any upgrades? What's he up to? Well, it seemed to me like he's up to what you ain't up to, trying to save a little bit of money. Because he said you'd be spending all his money. And a man will do that. A man will hide some money if he thinks you're going to spend it all. Every man I know has done it. But what about the line uh, about her impatience led to the renovation? What what does that mean? They've been in the house for six years and they still haven't gotten it renovated. I said when I read the letter, I don't don't think it's her impatience that's led to the renovation. More it is his lie that led yeah. to her wanting to do the res- renovation. The woman got every right to want to fix her house up. Yeah. Most women like living in nice homes. And it's a representative of a woman. When people come over your house and your house right. ain't right, the woman yeah. takes the blame for that, not yeah. the man. Thank you. Girl, what's she in here doing? How she got all this food? How she, who decorated this right here? What's she, she tripping? Part. So I understand it, what, that's not her fault. He lied and said he was going to fix the house up. But what happened was 
as he was trying to save, he was just watching her spin. So now hold up. I can't take what I'm saving and renovate this house because she's spending all the other money. Let me save some of this money, which would I would be spending on renovating the house. But since she's spending all the money, we ain't going to have no damn money. That's how she found him hiding the money in the envelope. But now she didn't manage to save up a little bit of money to get this flow done after six years. But he got the flow money in that box. He got the flow money and wall money in the box. I think what happened here is we have a spending problem, which is, leads to more divorces, finance, and even infidelity. And y'all will get you will get left in that ragged ass house if you keep spending money like that. The whole damn letter is your fault, lady. See that. He needs to help her fix up that house. All right, look. thumbs down. Oh. So she can make him a home. Uh, please leave your comments on today's strawberry letter on home. Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> it's not about you. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram on uh, SteveHarveyFM.com and check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast on demand. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, ladies, it's Shirley Strawberry. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. 
And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.